got that Nick book, Franklin yeah, they made me super the Nick rich. Franklin method. I got that book, yeah, the they Nick made me Franklin super method. rich. The Nick Franklin method. 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 One third of that comes from hard work. Two thirds comes from inheritance. Interest on interest accumulating the widows, the idiot sons. And what I do? Stock and real estate speculation. So the question today is, how can I actually set more appointments? Uh, I love this subject because um, this is the easiest thing to do um, for me. Now, it depends on if you're warm calling or cold calling. And I'll give you some tips on both. And it's going to be pretty short. Okay. So if you're cold calling, the uh, first thing you want to do, uh, if there's a gatekeeper, you want to act as if you know the person already. Um what you want to do is, um, if you know the guy's name is John and the secretary answers, and you want to say, hi, is John in? And they're going to say, who's calling? Franklin, is he in? Uh, yes, what's this regarding? Well, I understand that he needs to speak with me and only have a couple of seconds. Uh, is he available right now? Um, well, sometimes they'll be like, yeah, hold on. Or sometimes they'll be like, oh, no, he's in meeting. Okay, great. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, what's his mobile number again? Okay, now. This is something I learned on Wall Street. Now, the conversion ratio for this is uh, pretty low because I was making 700 calls, but it works. Uh, it, it, it really works. Um, it, it doesn't work all the time, but it works sometimes. Um, but the thing is, you know, with cold calling, I mean, a lot of people don't want to really be bothered. I mean, some people want to be hit with email. So I'll give you a better example just using warm calls. So um, we're on the subject of selling cars or wherever industry you're in where you're getting leads and someone has shown some type of interest um what you want to do is uh, i found that it's strategic to call people early in the morning when they're on their way to work um like you know 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning because think about it the average person has a nine to five they're going to get to work at nine um or they might get to work at like 8.30, you know, chat around, have some coffee, then go into the morning meeting, and then they're doing busy work around 10.30, 11, and then they have lunch. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, these are the key times. Um, you can call at 2 or 3 and things like that, but I think that your ability to get people on the phone after 7 o'clock, 7:30 in the morning is going to be very hard. You want to catch people while they're on the highway in traffic cuz first thing I'm like who's calling me this early? And um then if they can't talk then you know you can build your rapport with them and um you can say something like this. Hey, may I speak to John? And be like, "Yeah, this is John. Hey, this is Nick Franklin with XYZ. Uh I saw that you were interested in our ABC and wanted to know if you can stop in later today, maybe around two o'clock or maybe a little earlier. Which one works for you? Now, you can play around with that a little bit, but just always give them two options at the end. And um, sometimes they'll say, oh, well, I can't really uh, come in because I have to work, um, but I have to check my schedule. Can you call me around lunch? OK, great. Um, well, what I'll do is I'll set a tentative appointment with you. Uh, what time do you get off work? I'll get off around five. OK, um, do you think you'll be able to make it over here and then say where you are maybe around five forty five? 
and then just shut up and see what they say. Uh, uh, well, I'm really just going to have to let you know. Okay, great. So um, what time um, can I expect to call you back? Do you go on lunch around 12 or a little bit earlier? Now, you see, I keep pushing and adding a choice at the end. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not telling you this is going to work 100% of the time. But what you want to do is make people feel obligated to talk to you and get them to give you a commitment. That is the most important thing. And um, you keep setting the appointment. You keep setting the appointment. Just like in Glenn Garrigan and Rush, you always be closing. <laughs> ABC. Um, that's pretty short. It's pretty easy. Um, that's how I do it. Um, and, okay, if I'm selling cars... I'll say something like, man, let me tell you, they're, they're giving away cars here, like free samples at Sam's Club, and I don't know what price that you're going to get, but I guarantee you the managers are under a lot of pressure from corporate, and that's just between me and you, so I guarantee you they're going to make you an offer that you can't confuse. Uh, excuse me, offer you can't refuse. Sorry about that. And... um Sometimes that makes them laugh, and I mean, this is not a 100% strategy, but I, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I was able to sell 30 cars a month using this strategy. I mean, it, it works for me. Um, so we'll go over it again. Always give choices um, of what time, you know, you could say, uh, what's a better time for you, morning or afternoon? Sometimes I say, oh, I can come Saturday. Okay, is it better for you uh, in the morning or in the afternoon on Saturday. Oh, the morning's fine. So what do you think about maybe like 11.45? You want to come in maybe around like 9.15 or so. And they'll pick one and then, you know, such and such. And then you can get off the phone. But let me tell you this. I have to give you some, some real answers. Like um, the quicker that they tell you that they're coming in, the less of a chance that they're really going to show up. So I found, like, for me, eight minutes. If I keep somebody on the phone for eight minutes, they're definitely coming in. Anytime lower than that, they might come in. Anything where they're like, oh, yeah, I'll come in after work, unless they already were, like, really planning and things like that. And um, But, but you know, just, just keep that in mind. I mean, you want to burn through calls, but you don't want to waste time on calls. So, you know, you want to have a batch of time where you do this. These are your 7.30 in the morning calls. And the more times that you speak to them, the higher your chance of actually getting the appointment to come in. Um, very simple. And um, it's, it's, it's kind of really easy. So that's my little tip on uh, setting appointments. I mean, I hope it works for you. It always worked for me. Oh, okay. So I, I got some more tips for you also. Um Two things that you're going to utilize in your conversation um, when you get people with some doubt are worst case scenario. And that sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Um, or, OK, and, and, OK. And what I say, I'll say is like this. Um, let's say someone's like, well, no, I don't really want to come out there and things like that. I'm like, listen, John, I'm telling you. Um, my managers, they're under a lot of pressure and they're 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 trying to meet this quota. So it's a lot of deals being made between now and this weekend. And worst case scenario, you're going to come out here and it's going to make your buying process a whole lot easier because they're going to make you an offer that you cannot refuse. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Oh, well, yeah, it sounds reasonable. Great, like that's what you want to hear. Like, yes, it sounds reasonable. 
close them on the appointment. Um, going to hear uh, a lot of different things um, about why somebody doesn't want to do something. It's your job to make them believe what you're saying and that what they're saying is something that they don't really have to worry about because they should just trust that they're going to have some type of benefit from doing what you suggest and get them to agree that it's reasonable. Um, those are uh, really good tricks also, and I learned those two phrases from Wall Street. Um, so worst case scenario, that sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Now, another thing, too, um, when people say, um, oh, no, nah, I mean, I, I got to drive all the way over there. I'm like, oh, so what, what part of town are you located in? And then uh, they'll tell you, like, oh, that's not that far. That's only X amount of minutes. So that means um, if you like, what time you get off work? And they'll tell you, also, I mean, worst case scenario, man, you could probably get here around, you know, 545, 6 o'clock. I mean, that sounds reasonable, right? Yeah, but it depends. Okay, let's do this. Let's just set a tentative appointment, and uh, I'll pick a time to follow up with you just to confirm, or one of my managers will, um, just to introduce themselves and uh, maybe be able to give you a little bit more information about the deals that they have. But all I know is... Um, they haven't told me any specifics as far as how low they're willing to go, but I can tell you here they're pretty much giving away cars like free samples at Sam's Club. That's all I use. That's it. It's over with. Oh, and uh, I know we were talking about setting appointments, but uh, not to make this podcast run on long. Um, the service department is your number one moneymaker where nobody's touching and nobody's doing anything and uh, a bonus on this podcast I'm going to tell you exactly what to do sit by the uh, if you okay uh, first first let me say this if your dealership has auto alert great if not you still can do it it just takes up some time you want to get to work earlier than everybody this is what you do but you want to be cool with a sales manager that's not afraid of pulling people out of cars that they've had for low amounts of time um, what you do is stand by the service department. Let the person go up to the service rider because you know that's how they make their money. When they're getting ready to walk in, you say, "Hey, excuse me, is that your car?" They'll be like, "Yeah." Oh, what year is that? And then they'll tell you, "You want to sell it?" And then normally they'll laugh. They'll be like, "What you mean sell it?" And I'll be like, "Well, look. I mean, they got they got some deals. I mean, let me ask you this: If I can get, keep your payment the same and..." get you at zero down is that something that you would consider nine times out of ten they're gonna say yes i'm like okay great because you know we got some promotions going on and we really need to buy this car because they're in high demand and we'll pretty much put you in a new car just for you to just for you giving us this one um is that something that you're open to looking at and looking into it only take 10 minutes while you're waiting oh yeah sure boom done got it you got a credit report all you got to do is pull out the credit report and you can pull up the name now if they got the car from the dealership all you have to do is take the VIN number and go give it to your sales manager and they can tell you how much equity that they have in the car and then you can work the deal from there the more people you talk to the more cars you can sell and that's it that's all you got to do I told you about flooding the floor. I told you about setting appointments. I told you the secrets of the service department. I know it sounds a little bit oversimplified, but all you have to do is practice, 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 practice. Use worst case scenario. That sounds reasonable. 
give a choice of times, morning or afternoon, talk to the people in the service department, ask them, is that their car? What year is it? Um, do they want to sell it? And tell them that the car is in high demand. And if you could get them zeroed down and keep their payment close to where it is, and then do like the do your little hand wave, like you're saying, um, so so, like so so, like the hand wave. Yeah, if I keep your payment around the same thing, uh, or would you buy the car? Uh, would you interested? Would you buy a new car today, or would you buy a new car right now if I can make that happen for you? Most of the time, they'll say yes, and then make sure you add it. Only take ten minutes. You don't even really have to do anything. I'll do all the work. Oh, okay, yeah, no problem. As soon as you do that, I'm telling you, your chances of selling more cars goes up. So this is the Nick Franklin method. This is the end of how to sell cars. Good luck. Make it happen.